I'm Angel Donovan, and this is the Dating Skills Podcast. This is a 14-year ongoing mission to discover the truth about what works in dating, sex, and relationships, to become a better man. Join me as I leave no stone unturned, chase down every expert, role model, and mentor with insights to get us to that goal as fast as possible. This show is about bringing you the best of that information so that you can take it in and change your life for the better, step by step, episode by episode. Hey guys, here's another episode of DSR Podcast, Dating Sex Relationships. This is going to be a quick Q&A episode, so you've sent us some questions in and we're going to answer them. Today with me, I have Mr. Jackson Hunter. Hey guys. So as you know, Jackson's one of our top editors, been with us for a long time. And we do Q&As from time to time together. It gives you a bit of variety in the responses and a bit better breadth of information. So great to have Jackson with me today. Great to be here. Okay, so let's dive straight into these questions. We've got a couple of them. Here's the first one. It is from Austin Decker. And his question is, I started my journey into this massive world of sex seduction, dating girls and pick up on Tom Anderson's awesome blog. I don't actually know that one, but there's a tip for you guys. Maybe you want to check that out. It opened my eyes. I got a bit addicted to learning and seeing the results. I went further into Secrets of the Alpha Male by Carlos Schumer and his GTP. I think that's one of his system's girlfriend something something. Girlfriend training program, I think it is. There you go. It'll be girlfriend training program. I read The Game by Neil Strauss and I realized this world was huge. Yeah, no kidding. I started comparing every pickup artist out there and more guys like Lyons and Hudson. I'm getting lost with too many options, trying to figure out who is the best with things like Wigant, Love Systems, RSD, and Brad P. Then I see your top products, and I think I shouldn't follow names, but rather individual products. Then there's the impact thing you guys make right. That's obviously the implant program. That's what we call it. And so I'm going to spell that, actually, because I guess some of you guys at home have thought it was the impact program. So that's I-M-P-L-A-N-T. You can check that out at datingskillsreview.com forward slash I-M-P-L-A-N-T. It's like implanting something into your brain. That's our idea to make it easier for you. He continues, taking micro steps, what should I do? Yeah, so the implant program is about taking micro steps. He says, also, I'm a religious guy that won't change. I only want one girl at a time, but that doesn't mean that I don't want a lot of girls to like me and chase after me. I want her to have the same beliefs as me too. I want to have tons of value from my own view and from others people's eye, other people's eyes. I'm not dating anyone right now, but I'd like to be. Any thoughts, Austin Decker? I'll jump in with my thoughts and then uh, Jackson will add his. We'll try to keep this uh, succinct just to get to the big points here. So, I mean, the first the first thing is you know, you've thrown tons and tons of name out there and you're in a very similar predicament to a lot of guys that come across our site in that you are information overloaded and it's really not going to help you. And I think you've probably heard this from us before, but just to keep it very, very simple, the more different approaches to this that you study, the worse you will get, the more confused you will get, the more you will hesitate because you'll have five different versions of the appropriate direction to walk in, the appropriate things to work on. So the fact that you put all of these names out there and you've been studying them and that you're trying to figure out what the best is, is really probably one of the problems that you have to start with. The fact is that there's lots of good guys and you've pointed to a lot of people out there which are good names in this industry, got good programs and you'll see them on the site. A lot of them have good programs and you could take just one of those and work with it 
and you would get better results than if you try to figure out which is the best thing here and which is the best thing there. Jackson, what do you got to say about this whole kind of information overload and his approach to learning this stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was my first uh, thought when I heard this as well, is this is like a serious case of information overload. And unfortunately, it is very common. And a lot of guys, they're looking for the magic bullet, the thing that is going to get them the result without going out and putting in the work. And it's a little bit hard to tell from this email because you say that you got addicted to learning and seeing the results. But you haven't actually mentioned what work that you put in and what results that you saw. So I don't know if you're talking about results that you got for yourself or hearing about other people's results and you got addicted to the idea of that. So my impression just from how you've written this is that you're probably not taking a lot of action. And that's why you're getting confused is you're getting all these ideas that you're taking on board and not really doing anything with them. And a lot of guys, when they do that, they actually go backwards because when they go out, instead of just having like one simple thing to focus on when they they see a woman they want to talk to, they've got like a dozen different things in their head. Like, should I do this? Should I do that? And it creates this like information overload thing that we're talking about where you end up doing nothing because you've got too many options to choose from and it just confuses you and overwhelms you. So my advice to counteract this would be pick one of these guys that really resonates with you the most. So you've heard all of these guys and what they talk about. Just pick one that you think, yeah, I like what this guy is saying. I really connect with like his message and just focus on one program and go out and put it into action. And just doing that is going to get you better results and more success than studying like a dozen different dating coaches and reading all of these products because at the moment it's not helping you. So just pick one thing and focus on that. And you might get up to a point where you're like, hey, I've got everything I can out of this product. Now it's time for me to go into something else. But for most most guys, it will actually take a while for them to get to that point. So at the moment, just do that one thing and go out and put it into action. Like take massive action, go out, talk to lots of girls, try all the stuff and you will get a lot better. Yeah, yeah, excellent points. So we won't draw on about that more because you've probably already heard it tons on the podcast, but it bears repeating all the time because this is a very typical email that we get. So don't feel bad, Austin, either, because this is pretty much a situation for everyone. The debate about who is best is irrelevant. It's about what is the best fit for you right now. Here's the way I would approach this succinctly. I would think about your weaknesses, like areas you haven't been getting results. So if you think about how far you get with women. So are you able to meet women? Are you able to attract women? These things are kind of linear. Are you getting girlfriends, but then losing them? Where do you get stuck? Right. And that's what you need to focus on. Right. So then all you have to do then is go to our dating skills review editor's choice. And I do recommend that you focus on products, not people. And I recommend you kind of get away from the guru worship that some people get into. It doesn't help you. It starts making you think that people are better than they really are, stops, stops you looking at them objectively, right? You just have to see the value of the information. If it, is it a good fit for you and your situation or not? And honestly, a lot of the time at one point in time, some guy's product or course or approach will work for you. And then at another point in time, someone else's. So I recommend choosing the right product for you. Go to dating skills review editor's choice. You go to the site and you pick that out and then you pick your issue. You, there's a list of issues there and there's our top recommended product for each issue. That's where you should start. Then going back to what Jackson said, if you're not actually taking action, right, and getting results, and the problem is that you're just reading all the time, and a lot of people get addicted to information, and that's all they do, and they don't put into action. And 
they hesitate and they don't. If that is really your problem, then not so much as a plug for our program, but the reality is that we developed the implant program for this situation. So we're focused on helping you to take action and changing your behaviors rather than teaching you lots of techniques. So you can go and check that out and that would be more suitable if that is your situation. So hopefully at those two points, you've got an idea where to go. Yeah, so the fact that you're a religious guy is really like a non-issue. There's a lot of religious girls out there. There's a lot of girls that are looking to be in a relationship with one guy. So what you're looking for is actually what a lot of girls are looking for. So that's not something that's holding you back. And even though some of the dating coaches and gurus out there might be saying uh, that they're going out and sleeping with a few different women every week, that doesn't mean you have to do that. And that doesn't mean that some of their advice isn't going to work to help you meet and attract women. So don't feel that because you're religious and you want to have like a monogamous relationship that the advice that's out there isn't going to work for you. You just need to adapt it to your situation. And there's a lot of guys that we've helped and we've coached to get into exclusive relationships with like their dream women and they're very happy now. So it's not really an issue, but you might be making it one and thinking that it's a bigger deal than it is, whereas a lot of girls will be accepting of it and it's totally fine. So you said also uh, you want girls with beliefs as you too. So that's a, what we call a demographics issue. It just means that you should be socializing more. You should be going out and socializing and meeting lots of people in that demographic. So you get involved in things where you're going to meet. So you get involved in your church, whatever you go to. You don't say which religion, but you just get more involved in that community, more social, and you're going to meet lots more of those types of girls. And there's also, of course, the online dating option. And now there's lots of kind of like niche dating sites focused on different religions and stuff. So you could try that. But I'd always go for the social dimension. I think it's better than online dating. You're, you're going to meet higher quality girls in general. That's everything from me. Anything else to add on this one, Jackson? No, I think we've covered everything. So good luck. I think you can do well by putting that advice into action. Yeah, good luck, man. Hope to hear from you soon. Uh, Send us some feedback when you get rolling on that. Okay, so the second question. This is actually a more unique question that we haven't had before. It's from an anonymous. He'd prefer to be anonymous. And this is his question. I'm in junior high school. This girl just transferred to my school and she's everything I asked for. However, there are some obstacles. One, I'm five foot eight on the dot. My parents are both five foot six. She's a solid five foot eight or five foot nine for sure. My parents think we're not compatible because she's too big boned for me. That's, it's kind of a humorous remark there. <laughs> In terms of physical size, she's not fat. She's just too big. Her dad is six foot two. Yeah. And then second, I'm nervous to talk to her. Well, that's very, very typical. And I talk with her about schoolwork because we have a lot of classes together, but I don't feel like we had that click. I can't make her laugh. Well, it's great that you're already talking to her. I know lots of kids that are very nervous at that age. I'm not asking for sex. We're just kids. But I see a lot of couples holding hands and kissing in the hallways, and I want to do the same. I need these two things. I want to grow a few inches taller. 5'10", 5'11 is okay, but ideally 6'2", 6'4". And to have that deadly charm and contagious laugh. How can you help me on those two areas? Thanks. All right. Well, first, just before we jump into this, and there's a few details we're not exactly sure about here. This is the question for high schools we haven't really come across. But besides being politically correct, which, you know, I don't care about what I'm really caring about is getting you guys the truth. Right. So talking about underage sex and all of that, none, that doesn't really concern. You know, I was kissing girls when I was 11. And I think it's pretty much up to each of us how we do it, as long as it's uh, consensual. It's between between the both. Right. I don't think I can get shot for saying that, but um, I think we should just acknowledge that a lot of underage kids are having sex this year. However, the anonymous, I'm judging because he's in high school and he seems to think he's a kid that he's probably around 14 years old. 
Uh, so we're going to make that assumption. So there's a few assumptions we kind of have to make to answer this. And you got anything else to add on the age, Jackson, just before we get started into it? No, I mean, it, it is something that's going on. I mean, I would say from my point of view, I mean, we're not here to advocate kids to have sex or anything like that. We're not sure what, what the age is of this guy, Alexander. Be aware that wherever you are is going to have its own laws and regulations about what is okay, what isn't okay. So look into that yourself. I mean, we're not legally responsible for anything that happens out of our advice. So everyone is encouraged to make sure they're abiding by the law and doing what is right where they live. Cool. Yeah, because we actually don't know which country you live in either. Okay. So the first thing on the height thing, well, you're making a really big deal about this. And I remember when I was in my teenage years, it was really, really important to me as well. And I think it's absolutely normal that you're a bit focused on this. Unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do about it apart from just making sure that you're doing the main healthy things. Just on like on your growth potential, because you're you sounds like you're pretty young. You're obviously going to keep growing for a while unless you've already had your spurt. But most guys tend to spurt a bit later. The girls spurt first and then the guys spurt a bit later. So I think, you know, normal age is like 16 to 18. You start jumping up and around there. So you've probably got that to come for you still, at least some of it. And if you get on a good, healthy diet, a clean diet, that's going to help you make sure you're getting enough protein, also uh, a wide range of protein. And it's really just like really the basic stuff. So. And then you want to do some weightlifting program, but make sure that it isn't too intense. So maybe like once or twice a week, I wouldn't push it much more than that at your age will help to boost your testosterone. There's other things you can do to boost your testosterone as well, which may help you to grow a bit. But overall, I don't think there's actually a lot you can do to change that. It's just really about optimizing what you have, making sure you have the calories to grow and you're also stimulating your body to grow. Jackson, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, largely it is up to genetics as well. So you say that your parents are both five foot six. I hate to break it to you, but you're not likely to go to six foot four. That's just unrealistic. So if you're five foot eight already, then you probably can get to five ten, five eleven, which you say you'll be okay with. Like Andrew was saying, like make sure you're eating probably eating like a good mix of high nutrient vegetables. So eating vegetables that are like rich in color. So you're making sure you're getting a lot of like vitamins and minerals, eating good quality, like organic food, if you can. In terms of like the workouts, like my recommendation would be like some kind of calisthenics program. So doing like uh, push-ups and pull-ups and a lot of body weight exercises is really good at your age. Like Angel saying, you don't want to get too intense into weightlifting at a younger age that can, according to some people, that can stunt growth. If you're lifting too heavy weights at a younger age, some people do it and it might be fine. So just be careful of that. But calisthenics, I think, is really great. So that's my thoughts on that. I think Angel is probably going to give his opinion on the height thing and then I'll give mine because neither of us are tall and it's never held us back. But Angel, you can give your thoughts on that. Yeah, sure. I mean, first of all, I'll just say that I know like some of the very successful people in this uh, industry, guys I've hung out with, I've seen them dating girls. They haven't had any issues overall and they're much shorter than you. And I've seen them with much taller girls than themselves. So the first of all is, is that you're kind of setting up this limiting belief that it is this big issue. And of course, one, one of the guys basically helped grow this whole area of advice by releasing it to the world is Neil Strauss, who wrote the game. And that, that built a lot of media around it and helped us to get more of the message out. 
he's obviously not that tall either. So, you know, you've got a very public facing figure there. Another guy who's pretty public, he's, he's not so much in the realm of dating advice these days, but he was, is uh, Mr. M from Love Systems. He's pretty short too. And he's never had any problem that I've seen at all. So there's that. However, I do know some guys that improve their height situation if they are a bit shorter by using height increasing shoes. And I've heard like Tom Cruise does as well, but that could be absolute nonsense. But I wouldn't blame him at all for doing it. And height increasing shoes, the way they work, are I'm not talking about these things with platforms or anything because that's not going to look great. Height increasing shoes that you can buy look like absolutely normal shoes, except inside they have a higher insole. So it's actually inside the shoe that it raises you a bit. And it'll just give you that little bit of edge. So if it's something that you feel concerned about and you want to modify subtly, you could buy some height increasing shoes and no one's going to know you're wearing them, but you're going to be that little bit taller. Right. So my perspective on this is it's not something that has to hold you back. So myself, I'm about 5'9". So I'm basically the same height as you are. And I'm fully grown. I'm an adult, whereas you're like maybe 14 or 15 and you're going to get taller. So it's not a big deal. I don't worry about it. I've dated girls who are like six foot, six foot one. I think that it's more of an issue like how you feel about it than how the girl feels about it. And this is why sometimes sometimes girls feel uncomfortable dating guys who are considerably shorter than them because they think that the guy is going to be very uncomfortable with it. They think the guy is going to be kind of freaked out about it and it's going to make it a big deal. So often like when I was dating like taller girls, I would just like make a joke out of it and just show them that I'm not affected by it. So if I was talking to a girl and maybe like I've got a number and we're arranging to go out, I would say something like, oh, do me a favor. And she's like, what's that? So like, don't wear heels out on a date and just kind of like we'd have a laugh about it. So if you show that you're okay with it, then most of the time they'll be okay with it. I think especially in your situation, if you're in high school, it's going to be quite common that a lot of guys aren't going to be that tall. Like Angel was saying, they're going to have their growth spurts later on. So I know that when I was in high school, most of the girls were the same height or taller than the guys and the guys caught up at the end of high school. So I don't think there's many girls who are actually that worried about it now. And from what you said, you're the same height as her. So you're not even shorter than her. So it's really not a big deal. So don't make it a big deal and it won't be a big deal for her. Yeah, excellent advice. All right, moving on to the kind of second part of the question is you're nervous to talk to her and you don't feel like you've got that click and you're able to talk to her about other stuff. Well, so normally what I recommend for guys quickly is just that you get conversation escalation. Bobby Rio's product, that's the one we, we think is good for making learning to make better conversation. And it's just got a whole bunch of techniques on learning how to make conversation. You probably think at your age that it's kind of something natural that you have or you don't have. And it sounds, I'm just getting that kind of feel a little bit from your email that maybe you think it's something that you're just kind of born with, but that's not the case. It's just something that learn and you've probably been a little bit less social and outgoing than some of the guys you might see who are able to click with people easier and make them laugh. So it's all just practice. And that's also comes back to the nervous part, right? Everyone's nervous when we first start. I used to be really scared of girls, especially the ones I liked when I was growing up. I remember like some pretty funny situations that I could tell you about right now that you think ah, that was Angel back when he was a kid. He was a loser. Um, and I got all worked up about it at the time. But now it's, it's kind of just funny. Um, so every kid goes through that. And uh, the quicker you start taking action and start doing stuff, the quicker you'll get out of it. And then you'll feel like one of the more social guys, one of the more relaxed guys about it, just because you'll have that little bit more experience. So 
the goal really is to start gaining experience quicker and start talking about more stuff. I like, and I know Jackson does as well, the conversation escalation program has a bunch of stuff just to show you how to make conversations and you just start practicing that. And then you'll be able to get the girls laugh. And uh, as you say, deadly charm, it's just about being able to talk well and get in the right vibe and, and make appropriate jokes and stuff. And you can easily learn that. It's not really a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. That was something that stuck out to me is to have fun conversation and create that attraction and that sense of a girl wanting to be with you and spend time with you. If you're the guy that is just talking about schoolwork all the time in classes, that's not really going to want to make a girl hang around you outside of school. It's not going to want to make her have any kind of like romantic relationship with you. If you think about how she's going to be acting like with her friends, guys or girls, I doubt they're going to be talking a lot about school. They're going to be talking about more social stuff and stuff going on in like pop culture and music and movies and like clothes and like things they're doing on the weekends and parties and probably this type of stuff. So definitely that's something you want to work on. Another thing that I would suggest is because high school can be quite superficial, kids tend to be quite quick in labeling people. So I would say you might also need to work on like your identity in particular, like how you dress, I don't know. I'm just kind of like guessing that if you make a, a stronger impression with your identity and how you dress, you'll probably get more attention. Maybe at the moment you're blending into the background a bit. So I would say like, what is your identity? So if I'm thinking back to like schools, like what were the time types of like groups at schools? And you have like the jocks, uh, there'd be like the kids who are like playing in a band, you know, into music. It could be like the, the emo kids, the nerdy kids who are doing really well in class. They can kind of like group kids into like uh, what kind of niche they belong to. So kind of like work out what is your niche, like what is your identity, who are you? So if people were to see you uh, walking in the hallways in school, they'd be like, oh, yeah, there's uh, that guy. And like what would they say about you? And so think about in terms of how you dress. So look at the guys who are doing well with the types of girls you would like to be with and look at how they're dressed look at how they're talking to girls and how they're interacting with them so you can just kind of like copy what the popular successful guys are doing and just steal some of what they're doing and you just want to like implement some of these things slowly don't do it all at once if you come to school doing like a complete 180 like talking differently dressing differently it's going to like really stand out and be noticeable but you want to kind of just like maybe change like one thing at a time and just work more towards building that identity that is an attractive guy. So that could be another thing that you might need to work on as well. Something else I was just going to point out that we haven't mentioned is you're talking about the girl being big boned or your parents thinking she's too big boned for you. This, this is a somewhat unusual question. Like I've actually never heard this before. It shouldn't really matter what your parents think. I don't know why your parents would say this girl is too big boned for you. You shouldn't date her it's kind of like an unusual question so there isn't like a standard reply we can give you except that at the end of the day you're in control of your dating life you want to date the kind of girls that you want to date not who your parents want you to date so in one sense it's really none of your parents business what girls you're interested in so if you think they're going to like make it difficult for you or kind of stand in the way i mean one thing you can do is just not really tell them at the moment there's nothing going on with this this girl and you so it's not something you really need to discuss with them so just work on trying to talk more to the girl have more fun with her if it gets to the stage where you two start dating and going out then you might want to like bring her home and introduce you introduce her to your parents but 
at the moment, I don't even see that as being an issue. So I would just like forget about that altogether. Yeah, great points. So you'll notice that we're having to make assumptions about your situation here, you know, which is always the problem with these short questions. I kind of felt that you'd ask your parents for advice, maybe you'd ask them about it, which is kind of normal. But obviously, most parents don't have a lot of good advice for us when we're kids, because they grew up in a very different generation, very different situation. I can't remember any appropriate advice I got from my parents at all. I think you have to kind of like see that you're in this different generation and you're growing up in a different social environment with Twitter, Facebook and all these other things which have, have kind of modified the dating environment for a bit and made it a lot more social and so on. So you have to know for yourself that it's not probably uh, useful to you to get advice from your parents about this and you should uh, be relying on other sources that can feed you. As Jackson said, it's good. Like uh, it depends on where you are and where you're from. Like it can be nice to bring her home at some point if you guys start dating and how that fits in with culture and so on. I thought some of the advice from Jackson was good about modeling the guys in your class because, you know, at that age also, depending on the school you're in and and where you are, we don't even know what country you're in. The culture and the kind of topics people talk about can be different. So just keeping being a lot more observant about your environment and kind of building a list of the topics that the cool guys or the guys that do well with the kind of girls you're interested in are talking about with them. Just take note of that and then start learning more about those subjects. If you haven't like getting more involved in them, you know, start reading up on them on the Internet and stuff so that they become part of the way you talk and what you talk about and part of your interests, too. And then you'll have those things to talk about also. And it'll just kind of be natural. And I like also that Jackson said to do this slowly because, yeah, kids can point things out and it can be a little bit brutal in high school sometimes in terms of the social environment and bullying and so on. There is that to take account of. So if you did do a very quick, sudden change, that might not work out so well for you. But just like on a one thing per week on a gradual process, just trying to do one new thing a week is going to be a good trend for you. That's it for me on this question. I hope, Anonymous, that this has helped you out. Feel free to send us more questions as well. We're very happy to answer them again. Yeah, good luck, man. I think uh, once you start trying this stuff out, I think you'll do well. One more thing I'll quickly say is don't feel like you can only practice this stuff, the conversation stuff, on this girl. Like It would be a good idea for you to talk to some of the other girls and you know even the guys in your class and in your school. If you come across like you're putting too much attention on this girl and if other people see that, it might push her away a little bit more because it might make you come across like you've got this big crush on her. And if if you're not a popular guy at the moment, she might be really sensitive to that and how other people are going to think about it. So think more about being like the social guy that is talking to everyone in class. And if you do that, you'll become more popular. And once you become more popular, you'll have girls start paying you more attention, including this girl, because in high school, kids are a lot more hypersensitive to popularity and what other people think of them and their social standing. So if you become like the cool guy, the popular guy who's friendly and talking to everyone, you'll have the girls start wanting to spend more time with you. So that's just another thing to keep in mind. Yeah, great points. Okay, guys, this is the end of this Q&A session. Hope you got something out of it and let us know, both of you, how you're doing. And for any other guys out there who have some questions, pondering anything that they need answered, you can do the same. You can just reach out to me at angel at datingskillsreview.com by email. Send me your questions and we'll answer them on the podcast. See you next time. Take control of your dating life today. Take one idea or one insight from today's episode and apply it today. Don't wait. Do it today. That's all it takes to change your life step by step, episode by episode. 
Learn more about what I, Angel Donovan, and my team do at datingskillsreview.com. How we help men like you take control of their dating lives.